0: Hey there, my name is Evan McDonald. I'm the host of One Thing Real Quick. It's a brand new podcast that brings a single question to a creative person each week. This week, my guest is Annie Spratt. She is an amateur photographer, but she also helps manage the community over at Unsplash. I'm excited to share this conversation that Annie and I had for two main reasons. The first thing, Annie is a self-proclaimed amateur photographer. The reason I think that's an important thing to call out is that as professional creatives, we often feel like we have the the market cornered on creativity, and that's simply not true. Now, the second reason why I'm really excited to share this interview is because of her role at a company, a website called Unsplash. Now, I'm going to go out on what I think is a pretty sturdy limb and say that if you're a graphic designer like I am or if you're a photographer, You probably know what Unsplash is. Now, if you aren't familiar, Unsplash is a website where you can go and download high-resolution photographs that were taken by amateurs and professionals alike. According to the website, it's a community of over 100,000 contributors who have uploaded 800,000 photos, and the visitors to the website have downloaded for free 700 million photographs. Now, a site like this automatically raises lots of questions like, how do they make money? But at this point, I don't, I'm don't. i not interested in that question. What I am interested in is the fact that a site like this is beginning to disrupt the stock photo community. Now, I don't know if companies like Adobe Stock Photos and Shutterstock and Getty are shaking in their boots because of a site like Unsplash. One thing I do know is that there are a handful of professional photographers that are not happy with the fact that a website and a community of photographers has begun to give away the product of their creative work for free. And so there's naturally a a bunch of controversy around this. And this is really the focus of my question for Annie today. The question that I'm about to ask Annie to answer is what impact has giving away your photographs had on the way you approach your work? Kind of buried in that question is the bigger question is giving away your work for free actually giving it away for free or is there something to be gained? And I think you'll find that Annie does a pretty good job of answering that question. Now, I know I said that there was two main reasons that I was excited to share this interview, but I've got to put a third one in here, and that's that Annie Spratt is an absolute delight, which I am confident you will agree with me once you hear the interview. So with that, let's jump right in. My name is Evan McDonald. This is One Thing Real Quick with Annie Spratt. Annie Spratt, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: In the emailing back and forth and setting up this interview, I've noticed in your signature, in your email signature, you say you give away 10 photos a day through the Unsplash community. Can you, first of all, can you tell us a little bit about how you work with Unsplash and a little bit about the photos that you've donated and how maybe how many you've done overall?
1: Okay. I'm kind of a hobbyist photographer, I would call myself. A serious hobbyist photographer. Um I choose not to be a professional photographer, um, okay. So, which is a bit unusual, I know. Um, and I got in, I got into photography uh, probably six years ago. Um, I was blog uh-huh. I was blogging at the time, and blogs became like super visual, and all of a sudden, photography was like a key part of having a blog. And so, I started taking my own photos and taught myself from there. Yeah. Uh, so. Back in 2015, I checked this out this morning to see when I joined. Um, I joined Unsplash and I started sharing some photos that I had left over from my blog, ones that I'd used in blog posts. But I was getting to a point where I was getting more and more into photography, and I just wanted to kind of share my work with people and get some feedback. Uh, and I found myself at Unsplash, and I just put some photos out there. I was impressed with the kind of response they got, um, the reaction to them. And at the end of 2015 I saw they were hiring someone uh to help run the community over there and I applied. And so I've been helping run the community at Unsplash since January 2016. And my job is to go through all of the photos that are submitted and I pick the ones that we feature. So, yeah, I look at about 3,000 photos a day at the moment. Wow. So it's uh, I see a lot of photos, which helps inspire me.
0: Well, looking through some of the collections and some of the work that you've done on Unsplash, and I'm going to recommend anyone listening to go check out Annie's work. And I'll put a link up in the show notes up on onethingrealquick.com. Your work is fantastic. And not only are they beautiful photographs, but you have such a creative way of editing your photographs that they are really heavily stylized, but they don't feel like, um, it doesn't feel like a, like a gag or like a gimmick. It feels like, it just feels like art it feels very creative. So. Um,
1: oh my goodness. That was so lovely. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> oh don't worry we'll cut it out so.
1: <laughs> damn it no, i just need like a soundbite of that as a kind of a like a mantra to listen to every morning when i wake oh, up good. and then i'll just be kick ass every day of the week it'll be amazing nice <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're gonna jump right in to our question okay you ready for this hit me Whew. what impact has giving away your photographs had on the way you approach your work
1: An amazing impact it's given me a huge amount of confidence Uh, the reaction to my photography has been wonderful um, and that's just kind of like empowered me to carry on trying new things creating more content
0: fantastic do you have any specific examples or maybe instances stories that you can share of, of a time when when that response a specific instance when someone has responded to your work and and that has in, infused your work with confidence
1: Ooh, lots of lots of people will email and say thank you um people will maybe use the photos for book covers or album covers and will offer to send me a copy so i've received a few magazines and books with my photos on which is pretty cool nice. um I always wanted to I thought it'd be really cool to see my photography in print. I think it's one of those things that everyone wants to kind of see their work in a book. Yeah. So to to kind of unintentionally appear on so many and in so many has been has been kind of really cool. I'm surprised by the people who use the photos who occasionally donate money or send me something uh one guy used a photo of some wildflowers to decorate his holiday rental property and sent me a lovely blanket that he made to say thank you which which is kind of really cool but like unexpected so not everybody who uses the photos will email me or tweet me or contact me on instagram to say thank you but lots of people do and I really find that kind of gratitude in like today's society, especially you know, the online you know, give it to me now, fast, yeah. free, blah blah blah. So, to know that there are still people who take time to email or write a letter and say thank you is really cool. But especially when they know they don't have to do it, they just choose to do it. So it kind of, I don't mean, know, just makes me look at but the humanity is still there. People are very are really kind. So, so, yeah, there's a lot of, of nice people out there. And also, I mean, I don't, I don't take photographs professionally, but more and more now I'm having contact from people who want to use my photos for prints and cards um, and set up royalty agreements for that because you can't nice. print unsplash photos to sell on products and things. But more, but right. more and more people are finding them, and they want to print them. So they're getting in touch, um, and a couple of my flower posters are gracing a chain of high street shops in the UK. <laughs> so, so it's really cool to be able to go into a shop and and see your picture being sold, and you know, and you know you're getting royalties from it. But I don't know. It's just very strange to think that that they can be out in so many different places, being used for so many different things. And I only put them in one place to start with. You know, I didn't kind of do any marketing or have a target. So it's kind of unexpected goodness. It's a pretty cool thing.
0: Some of the people that are gonna listen to this are gonna be hobbyists, some of them are gonna be professionals. And there is in the professional world, you see people talking about, you know, don't enter contests, don't do work for free. And, um, you know, there seems to be some, uh, controversy around that, but just from what you've said, it's, it sounds to me like, even if you are a professional, that there is a benefit, there is something to be gained from being generous with your creative talents, with the creative work that you do. What would you say to someone who? has no inclination to do to ever do anything for free and to never give away their work for free. What, what would you say to that person?
1: I wouldn't rule it out is what I would say. Um, I would never tell any professional to give away all of their work or to give away anything. However, you know, these things can be used as a marketing tool if you're that way inclined. And if you, if you, if you do things properly, you know, you can use it as a marketing tool. It's been a, an intentional marketing tool for me. And uh-huh. it is one of those things that, you know, if you have great content and you're sharing it, it's not dissimilar to being on Instagram and sharing with kind of featured accounts. Um, several to maybe several times a year, I have conversations with various professional photographers who usually tweet and ask lots of questions about. Why are you giving your photos away for free? And are you devaluing yeah. the photography community for professional photographers? And I, would, I always say the same thing, which is people will always want custom photography. You know, yeah. wedding photographers, product photographers, location photographers, portraits. These are things you're never going to find on free stock photo websites that will completely suit your brief. I think the stock photography industry has been dying years it's it's not doing that great um maybe it's because of sites like unsplash who knows but it's it's a changing marketplace and it's very much a time of of adaptation the same as when music was suddenly available for free and people weren't happy about that and books audiobooks and you know content on the internet and free videos there's been lots of changes in the past where things have suddenly become free and other people have adapted. It definitely won't kill professional photography. If anything, if anything long-term and this is just my opinion, I can see that custom photography will be more in demand because there are so many free photos because people will want unique content because a lot of, a lot of the free photos that are really popular, they're being used in hundreds of thousands of places like, all across the internet. And so, so yeah. soon I can see it coming full circle back to, actually, people will want unique content that they can only get from, only from a have. photographer. Somebody asked me on Twitter just yesterday that they would like to hear the uh, point of view of a professional photographer who isn't part of the Unsplash team on why they share on Unsplash. So... If it's okay, I could just read it out. It's it's literally it's on it's on Instagram. And her name is at Brooke Clark. And she says, I once had a lovely gentleman email me to tell me I was cheapening the craft for everyone in the world. that giving a few of my shots away was the equivalent of ruining the industry for anyone hoping to craft a career out of it. And I get it. Many brands don't fully value creative work. They don't understand its value. They don't pay realistic wages for art, which takes years and years of time, investment and skill development. Not to mention equipment, supplies, props, space, studio fees, payroll for assistance and so on. I get it. This is my life. I too have babies to feed and I need my work to be valued. So why do I give some of my work away for free? It started years ago because I love the Ansplash concept, love the idea of sharing something I created with others who may need it. The site was small then and it has grown. And by grown, I mean blown up. It's massive and it's marvellous. And it's the best marketing tool I've ever used. I have more than 20 million views per month. Fans who find my work there, brands who find my work there. And last week, I went into talks with a magazine who found my work there. Why do I give my work away for free? Because I want to share and it makes me happy. And how do I find most of my clients these days? Through the site that freely shares my work. If it isn't a win-win for our industry, I don't know what it is. So I thought that, that, is I thought that was a really cool, like, like, nobody asked her to post that. She, she literally posted it. And I just thought it was really cool because, you know, often my opinion gets kind of poo-pooed by professional photographers because I'm part of the
0: team. Yeah, of course. So, you have a bias. So,
1: so I, I kind of have a bias, you know, and I only joined the team because I really believed in the work they were doing. so.
0: Right. It's amazing to see that so many people are accessing and using this. If, if, just, if there's 90,000 people contributing to the Unsplash community and you as one of them has experienced 9 million downloads, I, I just can't begin to fathom how many people are utilizing this resource.
1: I feel that moving forwards it's probably going to be very much the opportunities that, that at the moment photographers are, are getting paid on Instagram as influencers, you know, to share their work for one post that's yeah. going to appear and then it's going to disappear down the feed, lost forever. And I I can see very soon it's going to blow up on Unsplash where photographers will be paid by brands once they work out that it's the most amazing marketing tool they're ever going to have. Uh, to share their photos because, you know, like, for example, I've had 1.6 million views, billion, sorry, views, and that's just on Unsplash. Yeah. You know, and then that's not the people who then see it. So, for example, I can see somebody, a brand, paying a photographer to shoot some photos of their branded rucksack. Yeah. So that every time a blogger uses an image of a rucksack, and they choose that image, if they choose that image, they're then posting that image and they're then organically marketing their brand. Like nobody does this at all yet. It's kind of like my own little kind of like, like look to the future kind of thing that I can imagine happening because it's crazy. It is like organic marketing. You know, it's it's just like you can get, you can get other people set to, to like that is so cool. to spread the word of your product because they need a photo, say, of a rucksack, and you've got a rucksack, and you know every time anyone writes a, a post or an article on the news about backpacking, there it's going to be, you know, and then their audience are yeah. going to see it, and it's just this kind of evergreen content that just spirals further and further around the internet. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty kind of mind blowing when you look at it like that.
0: There's two things that really stand out from what we've talked about. One is the power of generosity and the impact that that's had on you, that it's had on these other artists. And then also the the power of gratitude and how that has empowered you as a photographer with your confidence and your your desire to continue to create content, to take photographs. What can creatives do not everyone is a photographer but what do you think creative people can do to get themselves into this upward loop of generosity gratitude generosity gratitude which can help propel them to the next level as as a creative what how do you what do you think about like how do you think creatives can do that
1: I, th- I think the first the first thing that i like to do is to sit down and think of all the things that i use that are free for me to use so all of the apps that I use, like the Internet, <laughs> like when I was blogging, my WordPress, you know, WordPress was free. Twitter's free. Instagram's free. We use all of these tools for free. Like I use so many free things every day. And so when I look yeah. into like how much I take and how much I give back, I, I still don't give anywhere back as much as I take. I, I take an awful lot. And I think it's just Mm -hmm. it's as simple as like making sure that you say thank you to people like like because I feel like the more appreciated people feel, the more compelled they feel to give. So it's kind of starting almost like the other way around and just, you know, reaching out to people and being like, hey, I used I used your photo or I really love that design you did or, you know, like, hey, I listened to your song and it was great. You know, it's like like positivity and thank you in a comment, even if it's like a YouTube video and it's, you know, about like cleaning a block drain, you know, you can still say, hey, thank you. (laughs) Because there's always going to be someone on the other end who's going to be like, oh my God, I helped that person. Oh, oh, I feel so good about this. Hey, I'm going to go and like share another video that will help more people. So like the more people say thank you, the more motivated other people are to like give. And then... It's just kind of taking that step forward and and just sharing some stuff, putting some stuff out there. You know, you don't need to overthink things. You can just kind of just take a photo and put it out there and just see how it goes. You know, it might be for you or it might not be for you. But, like, if you don't try, you're not going to know, you know. And you can always take that photo back down later if you really don't want it out there. But it's that kind of – it's the just, you know, just try doing something for free, for somebody else. And and personally, I love the feeling it gives me.
0: Nice. Well, thank you for sharing that. I have to say, I've been inspired by our conversation, and um, I'm going to go look through my family. We, we're traveling all the time. We're taking photographs, and, and uh, my wife is a great photographer. She's a bit of a hobbyist herself, and um, we're going to start sharing some stuff up on unsplash because uh you've really inspired me with this idea of generosity and uh and gratitude and the role that those have in creative work so oh amazing annie how can people find you if they would like to see more of your work or if they want to get in touch with you how can they reach out to you
1: i am annie Spratt, pretty much everywhere um i'm Annie Spratt on Twitter and on Instagram and on Unsplash.
0: All right. We'll put links to that in the show notes. And uh, you can find all that information at onethingrealquick.com. Annie, thank you for your time today.
1: Cool. Thank you so much. It's been really interesting to talk.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of One Thing Real Quick. If you'd like to find out more about Annie Spratt, as well as see some of her work, Head over to onethingrealquick.com. I've got some images that I downloaded, some of her work that I downloaded for free from unsplash.com because you can do that at Unsplash. I've also got a link to her Twitter in case you missed that in the interview. And uh, I'm also putting up a link to an article, a pretty interesting article about the importance and the power, the ROI of side projects. It's an article about Unsplash and how it was created as a side project by the team at a company called crew.co. I need to throw in a quick disclaimer. Unsplash did not compensate me. There's no advertising arrangement or agreement with Unsplash to create this episode. As a professional creative, I have a tendency to be a little bit protective when a company comes along and starts offering high quality creative services at a really steep discount or for free. And so I find myself interacting with Unsplash with a little bit of cautious optimism. That said, I do think that Unsplash has a place in the creative community, and I really appreciate the insights and the thoughts that were shared by Annie Spratt in the interview today. If you have a strong opinion about Unsplash and services like Unsplash, please send me a tweet. I'd love to hear your thoughts and I'd love to have a conversation about the pros and cons of services like this one. You'll find me on Twitter at Evan MacDonald. I always have to stress the A in my last name. M-A-C MacDonald. One Thing Real Quick is recorded and produced by me, Evan McDonald, in beautiful Argentina. All music for the show was created by yours truly. If you have yet to subscribe to One Thing Real Quick, please go find it on Apple Podcasts or any of the places where you might listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to support the show, maybe you want to say a little thank you, go leave a review and post a rating over on Apple Podcasts. It's a great way to support the show without actually shelling out money. I'm not asking for any money to do this show, but the ratings and the support that comes from sharing the show helps other people find it, which is the kind of support that makes my day. And if you have subscribed by the magic of podcasting, you will probably have already downloaded the next episode of one thing real quick. An interview that I had with a surfer and filmmaker from right here in Argentina, Joaquin Azulay, one of the two brothers in the surfing filmmaking duo Gauchos Del Mar. I think you're going to like this interview. So if you haven't subscribed, go get it. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Annie, one last thing before you go. What are you reading? I am reading
1: a book called Wabi Sabi by a lady called Beth Kempton. And it's it's all about kind of how using this kind of Japanese-inspired, embracing the perfection and imperfection can, like, change your life. So, like, your home life and your work life. And, yeah it's a great book and funnily enough it was sent to me by someone who used one of my photos on her website but that's not why i'm saying it now it's just because she sent it and and it's right next to me so it's a very it's it's a really good book because i'm one of these people who used to like keep so much stuff and i'm trying to like declutter and decide you know like the parts of my life i can do without like online at home so yeah
0: it's a pretty good read All right. Fantastic. (laughs)